Nah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Slam of Wrestling. Myself, Supreet. And this is the NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day review. And I'm joined by, for a long time since, uh, I don't know, when did we last talk? I think three, four months. More than that, probably. About that. But it uh, it's night, uh, nice to reunite with you for a great NXT TakeOver show. What did you think about uh, TakeOver, Ishan? Well, if I have to you know, say it in a few words, then I will say NXT TakeOver was undisputed. That's, that's, that's it. You know, because the start, the middle of the show, all the matches, and of course the end, you know, no one saw anything coming of that sort. And uh, in true sense, it was a completely undisputed performance by NXT. Uh, one of the best takeovers that I've seen probably in, a, you know, one, one and a half year uh, in terms of all these matches that I've gone, because... It's very rare that you see all five matches deliver on a takeover card. So yeah, that's that's it. I won't. Uh, I think it's not fair to say it's one of the greatest takeover of all time. But still, like you said, it's uh, the best takeover of this pandemic era. Yeah, definitely it is pandemic era. Of course, you know, last one one and a half year covers that uh, the pandemic era itself. Uh, you cannot uh, compare it with you know the takeovers that we have had with fans in attendance because uh, that's a different ball game and wwe you know goes in all out with uh, nxt takeovers it it really showed tonight and if we had fans in attendance i think they would have gone a notch higher but you know what i think they needed to put a great show because you know, I think even they know that fans have lost interest in their product and I think it was some sort of a reset button for NXT. Definitely. I think, uh, you know, earlier today I was speaking to my friends and one of them said that NXT is doing a good job of uh, creating high caliber stars in 2021 with MSK. Uh, so I, I said... You know, I, I I disagreed with him because I said they've already made stars in Kevin Owens and, you know, Sami Zayn and stuff like that. But, uh, of course, that era of NXT where you had all these big names is gone. AEW Dynamite is owning them week in and week out. And honestly, the product is uh, commendable. So, that is going to happen. Today's NXT TakeOver, I think, has brought NXT back on the roadmap. Uh it has brought NXT to the good old Pulsed University days because the end has me hooked. All these rivalries, all these rivalries that are going on in NXT right now have a purpose. You know, it's not thrown in together like Drake Maverick and Killian Dale. Uh, like uh, you said, uh, they are not creating stars and all. Uh, we have to consider that there is no one left in the independent scene to snatch away. <laughs> I, I think uh, there there are a lot of guys. Actually, independent circuit has uh, diminished over the last few years. Of course, with WWE invading talent, and uh, you can't you can't really blame WWE for that because the talent also wants to sign with the biggest uh, promotion in the world, right? So, and now with Impact and AEW and all these guys doing their own kind of a partnership, I'm pretty sure that. You know, independent wrestling is going to fade into the oblivion. And these major companies will have uh, a lot of say in the market now. 
so we will talk about the entire card of takeover but before that if you are new to this channel uh, make sure to uh, like this video and also subscribe this channel and do all that fun stuff so before we talk about the matches first off let's talk about the newest signings uh, here in wwe so one of them was on the show eli drake uh, so he will be known as la knight and uh, the other is ty valkyrie so what do you think about these uh, new signings la knight for me was a surprise because i thought that's he was still... la knight i thought that's la knight like la parka <laughs> yes but he is going with that eli drake like feel like la knight so like i was saying la knight was a big surprise because i thought he was still in nwa or something but uh, the guy is really good at promos i think the future is bright for him like i got uh, bobby rude vibes when i was uh, listening to his promos well uh, first of all i think eli drake is one of the few professional wrestlers that i've met in real life so really yeah i have met eli drake in 2017 when uh, impact wrestling were touring india so had a chance to meet him and you know click pictures and stuff like that so it's it's, it's really fun to see him on nxt Uh, remember having that conversation with him uh, you know where we uh, spoke about his uh, little little indie days and there was this boy uh, i don't really remember but there was this boy who spoke to him about championship wrestling from hollywood so he was very amazed to see indian people knowing so much about independent circuits and this and that so first of all from personal perspective you know uh, eli drake in nxt is fun because i wanted to see him there since a long time uh but of course i don't know what's the plan for him because uh, unfortunately they've uh, fizzled out a lot of my favorite independent stars <laughs> so i'm not really sure which way la knight is going to head you know uh but he's got a true potential he he is one of the best talkers on that microphone you know wwe pays a lot of attention to these promo guys and i think there's only a few that can touch i think eli drake is even better than drew mcintyre in terms of promos so so eli drake has a very uh, bright future ahead of him in nxt but uh, that roster is too big so i'm i'm really wait i want to wait and see what wwe has in store i think he is one of those guys that will get a big push uh, like uh, even i mentioned bobby rude is giving me that kind of feel and uh, yeah. uh, we talked about ila drake but the other name is taya valkyrie uh, she is reportedly signed with uh, wwe yes. obviously her husband uh, john morrison works here and yet another great addition to a already stacked women's division here in nxt so what do you think about taya valkyrie coming in oh so today this morning you know i i wrote a blog on her and uh, did some research so taya valkyrie is one of the most decorated uh, independent women's wrestlers i would say you know uh, she's she has a very unusual career trajectory if you compare it to other women's wrestlers you know she's not a joshi wrestler she does not she did not go to japan or the you know american independent circuit and stuff like that she earned her name and you know created a nation mexico in triple uh, a so you know coming from there and then coming to impact wrestling i think when she came to impact that was the first time i saw her wrestle uh, and uh, i was taken aback you know because 
she's got that very strong look she's not like your average women's wrestler uh, she gives me a little bit of a odb vibe <laughs> because she's strong you know that strongness not because of uh, <laughs> because of but, her strength and everything like that but uh, actually a little bit of beth phoenix also you know because that posture the strength and all that so taya valkyrie is another steal for wwe i think wwe has one of not one of the the best women's roster uh in any compared to any promotion so taya valkyrie is just another great addition it's like a feather to the cap another interesting thing is what they will do with it because so... uh, they've already got mercedes martinez they've got tony storm coming in from the uk uh they've got other you know talent on nxt there's a lot of talent so i wonder where she's going to end up you know whether she and after seeing her for 3 4 years I, i i definitely think she could you know directly debut on raw or smackdown she's got that in her but she's not a big enough name to debut on the main roster but who knows yeah, who, how will they Mike treat her on the main roster big name either yes Mike Canales wasn't a big name either. <laughs> yeah, even I was shocked when in 2017 when he came to the main roster. Yeah, true but, love. But yeah, back to Taya Valkyrie. I think she will be getting a big push because of her uh, resume and name value. She that she has made her uh, in impact. And you also have to consider that that NXT Women's Division some names will be going to the main roster. You already uh, Rhea Ripley's uh, kind of uh main roster uh, talent yeah. now so in few weeks we will could see yoshirai also making the jump who knows so that's that about tai valkyrie and let's talk about the first match of the night here it was uh for the it was actually the finals of the women's justice roads uh tag team classic it was rakel gonzalez dakota kai was a shorty black card and amber moon I thought uh, this was a decent match but I think uh, the, there was pressure because it was a opening match and they say that opening match need to be somewhat a, uh, a good great match which sets the tone for the rest of the show but I think they kind of failed in that department what did you think about this match um honestly it was uh, just another women's tag team match that I would see on NXT TV you know uh, nothing great no great shenanigans of course shotzi blackheart taking a bump like she always does you know she scares the shit out of fans at home and of course definitely triple h and the producers in the back also every time she takes a bump they will be like because you don't know what's going to happen with shotzi uh, except for that uh, as you said you know uh, didn't really deliver for me it was a good match not that it wasn't a good match but it was a nxt tv tag team match you know so when you compare it to takeovers not so much but good match for nxt tv and uh, overall I, i i wouldn't blame any of them because uh, all four all four women you know are pretty strong uh, competitors and now in these past few months they are getting this opportunity to shine as individuals so you know it's a very it's a testing time it's 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 tough for as women to open the show and to set the tempo but i think they did a good job uh i would like to mention raquel gonzalez being the mvp here all the time 
you know she the way the commentators are building her up the way the commentators uh, hype her the way the commentators you know sell even when she uh, takes a big move so when the commentator is you know selling this athlete to you you know that this athlete is destined for a push so raquel gonzales uh, is definitely definitely branching out of this tag team realm although they've won this dusty classic i'm you know i'm i'm more intrigued to see raquel alone but overall good match but nxt tv as i said and uh, they, i think they were the right winners uh, to win this dusty road stack team classic and i was actually saying this for the past year and so that these two should go after the women's stack team titles so anyways so the match uh, uh, the ending part we saw gonzales she tossed moon off the stage so gonzales then press slam sky on blackart so gonzales will get the win with her finisher the one winged uh, power sorry one handed power bomb i'm saying one winged uh, still in that yeah. aw realm yes so she won with that one handed power bomb on black card and that was it so about this uh, tag team title match uh, we were talking about i think uh, i hope they don't do it with uh, who, who are the tag team champions right now naya jackson shayna baszler shayna baszler yeah i hope they don't uh, go to that route maybe uh, naya and shena can drop to any baby faces that then we could have this match then it would be more fitting oh definitely you know shena and naya and uh, dakota and raquel both are heels uh, both teams are heels so of course uh, the storyline wouldn't be as interesting as it could be with a baby face and heel uh, but i think they will go down that route because uh, you know here you've got shena and dakota and then you've got those big powerhouse women with naya jacks and raquel gonzales so and you know wwe is booking you know i've been watching wwe uh, day in day out despite you know how good it is how bad it is i've been watching it and i know that they like big people <laughs> they like that a lot and uh, i'm i'm sure triple h wants to you know show fans the showcase of naya jacks and raquel gonzales if not i would love naomi and uh, who's her latest tag team partner lana lana to you know take those away because that is a proper storyline there with you know lana having some issues with basler and jacks in the past so that makes sense that these two baby faces win it and then these two assholes from nxt these heels take it away from them that makes sense you know and that would you you know give more empathy to the baby faces also are abhi to jeete aur abhi haar gaye and plus uh, putting the titles on uh, dakota and raquel will give more importance to those tag team titles because we have already seen the depth of tag team wrestling in uh, nxt right so let's see where they go from that and uh, so the second match was johnny gargano versus kushida for the nxt north american championship and i think this match here the second match uh, did uh, set the tone for the entire show so uh, what happened was gargano was backstage with all the members of uh, the way faction and correct me if i am wrong but something happened to austin theory right austin theory i did see him coming all right but just as they were walking down to the stage area austin theory left like he just you know 
So as a result of this we are getting a fair contest because nobody is there to distract and do stuff so as expected a really good match between Gargan and Kushida and uh, i thought Kushida was going to win but at the end a great decision to have uh, Gargan who still as a north american champion what did you think about this match uh, ishan honestly i wanted kushida san to win because you know uh, it's been a long time coming for the man and uh, with the kind of push that has started recently on NXT for him uh NXT takeover Wednesday seemed like the perfect day for him to win the North American Championship but when you think about it when you think about the long term booking uh it's a smart decision to have Gargano retain and this match <laughs> the moment this match was announced i knew that it is going to be a stellar match you know Johnny Gargano is called Johnny Takeover for a reason man you know he's got the most five star matches in wwe in recent times if i'm not wrong yes right he's like the kenny omega of wwe so when it comes to getting five star matches so you know johnny gargano is there then you've got somebody as uh, you know skilled as kushida it was great for a moment i thought that this match would actually end 10 minutes what happened yeah sorry there was some uh, disconnection okay. we can continue right yes yeah so i i i did think that you know uh, this match would have ended 10 minutes before its actual end but it did not and i was just amazed what direction they are going because at first i thought okay gargano is going to retain the title but then as the match progressed and as uh, you know both men started attacking uh, you know their arms and stuff like that you know i started to wonder if this thing is going kushida's way and it looked like it when he had got that you know spanish fly he hit that spanish fly and directly hooked him on to the uh, power port lock i was like this is this is the end you know kushida is winning it but then somehow somehow johnny takeover wants to go and grab that bottom rope there you know these little things in that match uh, really set the tone for me really gave me like okay yeah I, i'm 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 ready for the next match get me on you know just bring it on so definitely a great match if i i was dave melzer i would give it 4.75 so one thing uh, like you said uh, johnny gargano was being johnny takeover but uh, at the same time he didn't uh, leave his heel character he did a great job being the heel in this match so let's go through some of the highlights here so they start with some technical wrestling of course so kushida was softening the arm like you said of gargano while gargano also targeted kushida's neck after a hanging neck breaker so there was a great spot where kushida had gargano in a hammerlock on the top row but 
Gargano counters into a spinning superplex. So, final parts of the match saw both men to the outside. Kushida runs towards Gargano. So, Gargano tried to escape, but uh, Kushida kicks the arm. So, uh, Gargano actually whipped Kushida's neck. Uh, so, one final beat on the ramp and yet another one inside the ring for the win. And that was it. Really good match. So, uh, you were saying uh, anything you wanted to add regarding this match? Yeah, you know, the when we talk about the technical wrestling aspect, these guys showed that these guys are masters at it. You know, the pinning combinations, back-to-back pinning combinations and the reversals, the holds, all of that. You know, the best part about watching somebody like Johnny Gargano and uh, Kushida wrestle is uh, they can actually take you to every single realm of professional wrestling. You know, they can from mat wrestling to all the way till high-flying action. They've got everything in their arsenal. And uh, this match has really, you know, left me wanting for more. So the next time when Kushida meets Johnny Gargano, which will be at the takeover before Mania. Now that is a spoiler. (laughs) Kushida will face Johnny Gargano at the takeover before Mania and will win the NXT North American Championship. That's a spoiler. Will there be a takeover before Mania? Yes, yes, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there will be. If not, they will, uh, you know, do it in these two, three months only. That is what my idea is. I think uh, what's next for Johnny Gargano? I think uh, it's Dexter Loomis, and I think he is the guy behind Austin Theory disappearing. Yes, you know the last time. Uh, also, you know, De- Dexter Loomis used chloroform and something to get Austin Theory off, right? Yeah, but this time I did not see anybody uh, putting him. I don't know if somebody might have pulled him because, you know, we couldn't see the other side, the left side where he got he disappeared. So you never know. You know, Dexter Loomis is a guy who can be anywhere, anytime. <laughs> Weird man. Samuel so... Shaw. So, I think Dexter Loomis, uh, Loomis is next for Gargano. But uh, you talked about Kushida and you said you pitched an idea for him having that rematch with Gargano. I think, uh, I, for I personally think that would not be the case. And if it's not, then I would say uh, you should put Kushida in that cruiserweight title picture, you know. Because the cruiserweight title, uh, title right now feels like a prop on the current champion Santos Escobar. So let's get it on Kushida instead, and at least he will bring some importance to it with uh, having matches uh, like we saw here. You know, honestly, I'm I'm I like Santos Escobar, you know, but uh, I first I will like to ask you why do you think that you know it's uh, uh, it's it's not a championship that is perfect on him. I don't know. So it does feel like a prop to me because. Uh, he is more, uh, you know, trying to get over his character, you know, this faction. The uh, championship feels like a secondary uh, thing when I, I see Santos Escobar. Uh, well, honestly, the NXT Cruiserweight Championship has been an afterthought since... Neville left the company. Uh, no, no, no. At least the, the last, I think... Uh, oh, wait. That... No, 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 wait. The 
the cruiser weight title is irrelevant since uh, hans wagel held it back in uh, oh, come on <laughs> back man back in the day <laughs> but in so, all seri- in all in all seriousness though the last champion i think was legit for that uh, cruiserweight uh, championship was uh, buddy murphy i think yeah he was he was a legitimate champion but you know the cruiserweight division has been uh, suffering for a long time now i feel uh, now somehow with nxt talent with them they are somewhat getting back to track but i don't know man i don't know what's wrong with 205 live like we don't get it we don't get it telecasted here so we have no clue but uh, i don't know what's the scene back in the united states too you know i don't know why people don't watch it you do you know the numbers of 205 live uh it's not good i say like most there is no traction to that show nobody talks about it there you go no one talks about it and by the way there are actually two uh, you can say cruiserweight champions one in NXT and one in NXT UK yeah yeah jordan devlin so that's some crazy situation going on with the cruiserweight championship hope they can do something about it but let's get to the next uh, dusty road stack team classic uh, finals this was for the men's it was grizzled young veterans versus msk and i was trying to take this as a filler match because we already saw what gargano and kushira did but i think they these guys did a great job trying to follow it up and i didn't expect msk to win because they are a brand new tag team and seeing this i think triple h just put that uh, rocket strap on these guys for a mega push so what did you think about this match uh, ishan honestly i watched that match three times twice sorry not three times twice since morning uh just now just just before the pin balor versus uh, pete dunn match and uh, the morning as well and i have no words man it was it was match of the night for me uh desmond xavier i still call him that <laughs> desmond xavier uh, or wesley is another level talent you know he just i don't know i'm i'm not finding adjectives man you can you can think you know it was just stellar performance uh, in my opinion the rascals should have been signed a long time ago you know uh, desmond and zachary wens both are great talent and of course them winning wasn't expected but the kind of talent that they are the kind of match that they put on today was it was a 25 30 minute 35 minute match oh my goodness i was hooked man i was hooked i think they did a very 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 good job they 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 really you know already johnny gargano and kushida took this pay-per-view till number 6 okay and these guys took it to number 9 from there in my opinion so, so uh, like i said very surprising to see msk win but in terms of logical booking uh, msk were the right winners because if they are going to challenge for the they are going to get this title uh, match with uh, oni lokaran and danny burch 
but uh, it would be a great baby face and heel dynamic why would you have grizzle young veterans and have this heel versus heel match so this makes sense plus if you want to have onil ogre and danny burch versus grizzled and young veterans you could actually do that on nxt uk you don't need to come here and do it <laughs> so let's get to uh, let's talk about this match here uh, it was your uh, there was clash of styles because uh, grizzled young veterans are like more like a old school type of wrestlers you know like they give me some what of an ftr vibe to have you witnessed that definitely their promos also state that that you guys are you know going for the flips and all these and 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 the best part was despite calling msk out for saying uh, you guys you know you guys do the flips and flops all that stuff the desperation made zack gibson the 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 long hair guy is zack zack gibson right no yeah, no no so he's uh, james james yeah, drake that's james drake sorry so james drake the desperation made james drake climb the top rope and hit a 450 splash you know that's the level of desperation and uh, it 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 really uh, took me back to the young bucks versus uh, ftr when uh, they did the same so uh, like i said clash of styles so giv were doing great job of grounding msk while msk did their typical aerial offense so wesley he did a great great dive off the corner and uh, there was also a great spot from uh, giv where they had uh, what is na- uh, who's the other guy one is when james wake and zack gibson no no i am talking about msk nash carter yes so they had uh, uh, carter in an electric chair of some sort of move so they do a doomsday suicide dive of uh, kind of combo move so at the end it was msk who uh, had a blockbuster heart attack combo um, uh, so this got them the victory and that was it so msk is getting that future title opportunity with birch and lorcan so what do you think they should should they put the titles on msk i think they are going to i don't know i think i think if Uh, if 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 they are you know giving this young team this rocket to win the dusty tag team classic when there are great teams you know in the lot then uh, i definitely feel they could go on to beat burge and lockin for the tag team championships and considering you know the age factor that msk has with them the athleticism and uh the experience in this young age it only gives them you know matt hardy is, is saying that private party will be the next hardy boys you know but uh, looking at msk i am getting the new hardy boys feel in them and and the best part is they don't copy the hardy boys we'll have to wait and see how uh, that all turns around but uh, yeah. coming up next i just hope wwe doesn't build them up like hardy boys like i don't want to see hardy boys uh, copy paste you know build again yeah, you know the other thing uh, i think it was last week uh, i guess so msk had some tag team match i think it was one of the qualifying matches and i saw i think it was against lagado del fantasma so the nxt people uh, that were in the crowd they were actually uh, against msk and actually booing msk well uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what the fan criteria is in NXT. To be honest, uh, but in my opinion, uh, I guess those are just the familiar guys that are there in the performance center and who live nearby in Orlando and stuff like that. So these are selected fans that who go there. You know, uh, WWE selects these fans. So of course, these guys might be. you know more familiar with raul mendonza and yorkin wild and that is the reason maybe maybe i don't know i don't know i need to i need to go to the capital wrestling center once and you know feel that atmosphere it's a, it's a lifelong dream we'll have, we will we will get that feeling when nxt india comes i don't know when so <laughs> let's talk about the next uh, it was for the nxt women's championship a three way uh, io shirai mercedes martinez and tony storm and sadly this felt like a filler but still great effort by all three uh, ladies and of course the highlight of the match was tony storm she was just setting up the table and it collapsed lol oh, moment achha. of the night acha acha okay so yeah okay you're talking about the table spot okay yeah otherwise yeah see of course tony storm is the highlight of the night on normal days also <laughs> and i uh, before getting on this review i watched that clip again and you could note uh, i you could see that it was actually vic joseph because of him the table broke oh is it go uh, go uh, go watch that clip again it was actually vic joseph so he actually put uh, force uh, on that table and it, it collapsed oh Oh my god. Oh my god. So it's time Damn, we wish- I I hope WWE doesn't pay attention to this because uh, Triple H said on the post takeover media call today that you know Vic Joseph is finding his own now with the commentary and this like he had some high praise from for Joseph so I don't want Joseph to go out <laughs> for this mistake. So uh, even after that botch uh, they still managed to improv- improvise when Shirai did a dive off that steel structure so at the end it was Martinez and Storm exchanging some moves so Storm got a two following her Storm zero finisher so Storm did a, a, a diving headbutt but Shirai was on the top she hits a moonsault on both and pins Martinez so there you go and i think they actually protected tony storm here because she didn't take the pin so it looks like she will be getting yet another title shot and i think tony storm will be the one to dethrone uh, io shirai from that uh, women's championship hmm well uh very much possible you know very much possible Tony Storm is the woman who defeated Io Shirai in the finals of the Mae Young Classic. Shall we continue or uh, wait for Adam Cole to super kick? Oh, ho, ho, ho. he did it! 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 Yeah, I think we can get back now. Yeah. So, anything you wanted to add on the women's championship match uh, before we get into this uh, main event? Yeah so as i was saying you know as i was saying that uh, of course tony storm is the woman who beat uh, io shirai in the finals of the may young classic you know so io shirai hasn't defeated tony storm yet so, so this plays a very big factor even today uh, tony storm wasn't the one who took the pinfall so i'm definitely you know 
go rooting for storm to come again challenge as you you know said yoshirai for the title and considering the way tony storm has been pushed ever since she's come from the united uh, united kingdom i think she's the one who is going to i agree she's she's the one who is going to uh, you know dethrone yoshirai for the nxt women's championship but only if yo is uh, going to the main roster i think it's time that she is going to the main roster because she has done almost everything in nxt i can't wait for aska versus yoshirai <laughs> i just can't wait <laughs> i hope at least she gets used well on the main roster and i'm fine but i don't uh, mind if they give me 10 matches of yoshirai only 10 matches per year but they should be legit you know uh logical matches they shouldn't be drew mcintyre versus randy orton fighting each week so before we go to the main event uh, we had a music video for cameron grimes so this was performed by josiah williams and this was great and i'm actually looking forward to what this new character of cameron grimes brings every week that's that's not his character bro he actually made money in stocks do you know that and can you tell me how did he make this money it uh, dave melzer mr melzer himself reported that uh, uh, cameron grimes uh, invested in amc stock and uh, he made some significant money in uh, recent weeks of course he did not become a millionaire but he made a ton of money is that legit yes that's blowing my mind <laughs> He he said it on the in the Wrestling Observer Radio. <laughs> I I I don't like the man, but I trust uh, the Observer. So still he's gonna get over. Only thing to see is uh, when this live fans come to an NXT show. So let's get into this main event quickly. It was for the NXT Championship. Finn Balor was a speed done. and i think we have mutual uh, feelings on this one because it was a uh, sort of predictable outcome that balor was going to return but this was great like similar to gargano versus kushida in terms of technical wrestling but this match here was pure technical wrestling like everything happened inside the ring and i will talk about the post match angle but what did you think about this match and the outcome well you know first of all the outcome as you said it was predictable and uh, it was a no brainer that finn balor is going to retain the nxt championship uh kaden cross will be the one who will uh, take it away of course but uh, i'll i'll come to the i'll come to that in the post match discussion but talking about the match finn balor and kyle o'reilly 1 and kyle o'reilly 2 both matches had set a very uh, good tone and expectation from uh, balor's next challenger pete dun lived up to that and uh, you know the wrestling style that you spoke about it is very much finn balorish to wrestle in that particular style when he's working with the guys of his same size he tends to work a lot with these grappling uh, and mat wrestling moves you know so it it was really nice to see some might say that it's boring you know because 
when it is overdone it might it can get a little uh, it can you know take you off the hook sometimes but uh, i think they did a wonderful job of balancing every aspect in that match and uh, balor getting the eventual pinfall victory but somewhere you know there was in in the entire match there was one thing that was missing it was some kind of a uh, spice that was missing and then when the post match shenanigans happened then i realized why this particular match did not have a lot of uh, you know big big festivities that we would otherwise see in a nxt takeover main event nice but whatever happened after the match you know it made sense ki yeah now i know why did not why they did not keep any spice in the match but yeah, talking about the match it was like i said a pure technical wrestling match and it was and what i uh, noticed about this match if you don't pay attention that much in the beginning that it will not be uh, that much entertaining compared to absolutely, what absolutely absolutely that is what happened uh, 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 when kyle o'reilly and finn balor faced off for the first yeah, time yes. you know i had to watch the match a couple of times <laughs> because in in the morning i did not catch it you know from the start and then i was i lost it so similar similar i think uh, something similar happened when timothy thatcher and tomaso shampo also faced off at takeover you know so their yes, match yes, yes. their match also was a uh, very uh, what do you say mad based technical style mad based technical style of wrestling you know timothy thatcher is famous for that so if you don't watch it from the get go you're not going to understand a thing about it so what so let's talk about some of the highlights here so dunn was actually bending balor's fingers left and right and balor did a great job selling this and actually uh, you could see that he was not even able to do that finger pointing uh, pose he does he was actually doing like this so great job selling uh, by balor here and uh, there was actually a botched explex uh, but uh, commentators uh, did a great job explaining us that it was actually the knee injured knee of pit dun so uh, dun was exchanging a lot of submission we also see some botched, sorry, botched what it was actually an explex it uh, looked like uh, he botched it but after that wick joseph and the commentary team uh, did a great job explaining it that it was actually the injured knee of uh, peden that uh, balor was targeting so after that uh, dun did hit his finisher the bitter end but it gets a near fall and at the end uh, balor hit the coup de grace and in 1916 for the win and that was it i think for me it was the match of the night uh for me msk versus grizzled young veterans would be match of the night um i i like i like technical wrestling but uh sorry sorry man the high high octane action takes the prize for me so let's get into the spicy stuff like you said the post match <laughs> angle so no uh, more that... undisputed man no more undisputed now we are talking about it even i am wearing a baby shirt 
I think, you know, I think in true, true sense, you know, this is shock the system. And uh, Adam Cole shook the system quite figuratively and literally. Cole, Fish, O'Reilly, Strong. Four names. I was actually going the system. I was actually going to take off the show too, but I'm not uh, risking this taking off uh, the air. So uh, 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 I, uh, I have planned this, you know, I planned this and I kept one inside. <laughs> nice, nice job. So uh, what was I talking about? So done. Uh, so sorry, what happened was uh, uh, who are they? Only Lokan and Danny Bird. So they attacked Balor. So done joins in. We get a three on one beat down. Undisputed Era came out for the save. Kyle O'Reilly uh, was helping Balor up. So we thought uh, this was the end of the show as all four men were uh, doing their pose. Also, we uh, there was a point where I thought that uh, Balor was actually going to join the Undisputed Era. But Adam Cole super kicks Balor. So then O'Reilly then uh, argues with Cole as Roderick Strong holds back Cole. But all of a sudden, uh, Cole super kicks O'Reilly as Cole leaves while Strong stood there in shock. So that was your big post-match angle. So I liked the angle how they played it off. But for me, it was not that surprising because I did see that Cole was going to turn on O'Reilly after, you know, O'Reilly's recent success as a singles wrestler. And what did you think about this post-match angle, Ishan? Um, This post-match angle, I think, was one of the most well-done angles in a really, really long time. The reason I say this is because uh, WWE hasn't really, you know, put up some really interesting storylines, you know. It's, it's just everyday stuff that I see. And this one one super kick, like I expected Kyle O'Reilly, uh, Adam Cole to turn on Kyle O'Reilly. But uh, the Finn Balor thing has left me with a question mark. Uh, Bobby Fish is out of action. So my logic, my logic says Bobby Fish is out of action. Adam Cole... Uh, wants to go for the NXT championship. He puts down Finn Balor. Kyle O'Reilly being the good guy Kyle uh, says what the hell are you doing this that. Adam Cole then looks at Kyle O'Reilly remembers oh you got a chance two times you let the undisputed era down two times. You are not the one. Kicks him out. You know. So I'm, I'm waiting for the explanation but it makes sense to me. It makes perfect sense. And someone who's watched Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly from their uh, Ring of Honor World Championship rivalry. It's it's great, man. I've seen them. I've seen these two men go personal on next level. I've seen these two tear it apart at final battle. So, when that super kick hit Kyle O'Reilly after Finn Balor, it gave me a, a more, uh, it gave me more pleasure than the, Finn, the super kick to Finn Balor. <laughs> I think this, uh, here's my theory. So I think this feud will be done to, you know, make Kyle O'Reilly a bigger star in the expense of Adam Cole. And I think uh, they will be keeping all the rest of the Undisputed Era in NXT while then you can send Adam Cole to the main roster because he is the quote-unquote big star of the group. 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, honestly, if you ask me, can WWE book undisputed era well on the main roster? Absolutely not. Sorry, Vince McMahon, Bruce Prichard, Paul Heyman, all those guys, all those writers in the back. I don't know what kind of drugs they're on. <laughs> I don't know what kind of food they eat, but they cannot take care of their uh, already established talent for some odd reason. And if the undisputed era goes as a faction, they will be worse than retribution. Because so, I know, I believe in WWE's shitty booking. So Triple H did a great job uh, killing uh, the undisputed era in NXT itself. I don't think the undisputed era is dead though. Will we see yet another version of them? I think they will continue without Adam Cole. I think that will be. Or or we might see them continue without Kyle O'Reilly. I think without Adam Cole will be a you know a new uh, beginning for that yeah, group. Yeah, but then Roderick Strong sided with Adam Cole. So for now, I think it's going to be you know the next logical plan for a few weeks will be Adam Cole and Roderick Strong versus Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly. That is set. I'm I'm sure about it. But speaking about Finn uh, Finn Balor, in the long term, I think they are going to do Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor. And this match suits perfectly on a WrestleMania card because they are, uh, you know, reporting a rumored NXT title match will happen at uh, Mania. 15th February is the date. You know, we are two months, less than two months away from WrestleMania. So that is less than eight episodes or eight episodes to build your WrestleMania card, right? I don't know how they're going to, you know, establish Finn Balor versus Karrion Cross in eight weeks. Because before that, before they establish that match, they'll have it, they'll have to finish this current rivalry. I think they can get out Balor out of this situation very easily. Let's see, man. It's eight weeks. I don't know how they're going to do that. But and still, if Balor gets out of this situation very easily, then Adam Cole super kicking him also may, doesn't make sense, right? I think they are trying to connect these all stories to each other in some uh, fashion. So let's we, wait and we, see. We, we might even get a multi-man uh, NXT championship match at WrestleMania. Who knows? Uh, I think the cross versus Balor singles match will be a better idea than putting all these guys in a Mania match. So let's wait and see where this uh, they go at. And uh, yeah, that was NXT Takeover Wednesday, man. Yes, it was. I'm I'm looking forward to the next Takeover. They did a really really good job with it. I'm 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 really happy with NXT putting on this uh, performance. The thing is that the shows have been good. You know, I've been I regularly watch NXT. I regularly watch Dynamite. And uh, as a wrestling fan, I, all I feel is that, you know, this competition is not doing good for any of them. You know, Dynamite might be the victor, but uh, it has made wrestling a more toxic place. You know, whenever I open Twitter, I don't feel like opening Twitter because of this. So I just hope that... Uh, 
you know the the eyeballs come back to nxt because the product is good i don't like it when people shit on dynamite and people you know shit on nxt yeah you can shit on the booking but can't just call the product bullshit right in its entirety so i think this uh, vengeance day takeover did a really good job for nxt this week's ratings will be will tell us whether nxt could manage to you know get the attention after such a impressive takeover and uh, i forgot this while talking about this uh, upcoming cole and orally feud but i saw some people comparing uh, this uh, adam cole turn to the one we had with uh, diy when champa turned on gargano i would say that's that's on some another level because they are established that was actually special this may be good but not on that level see the thing is that adam cole is already a heel right he was already a heel mm. then he turned face and then he's heel again so when you are a heel or you have those personality you have that personality then people know that you will attack they know that you will attack once you are done eating the raw meat you will look at me and you will attack even though i have given you the food you know so that's the thing about a heel tomaso champa on the other hand when when they were diy they were not heels both men were faces you know big time baby faces and their entire uh, cruiserweight classic journey their entire nxt journey their evolve journey everywhere these guys have been the biggest baby faces they could possibly could be so when tomaso champa turned on johnny gargano it was equivalent to john cena turning heel in my opinion you know because you don't see that you don't expect that it's like oh fuck did john cena just turn heel <laughs> you know it's like that so but i will agree that uh they could uh, make cole versus o'reilly on that level see cole and o'reilly they've 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 had some great chemistry so you know and their rivalry in ring of honor proves it so i would i don't know whether it was final battle or it was wrestle kingdom but these guys can tell a story in the ring man they are they work very well and they they have faced each other thousands of times they train with each other so just just in for a treat <laughs> let's let's hope we get some consistency in nxt as we move forward i feel nxt is pretty much consistent man you know i if you have to compare monday night raw smackdown and nxt then nxt is the better produced show each week it it goes the two hours fly you know if if you ask me what how will you rank the show i would definitely say nxt smackdown raw nxt smackdown raw i would actually say dynamite smackdown nxt and raw oh no i'm not considering uh, aew dynamite and impact i'm just talking about wwe shows in general but uh, yeah But, but now uh, yeah i think now wwe can produce their own survivor series pay per view raw smackdown nxt 
Impact also can produce their own uh, Survivor Series with Impact, New Japan, AEW. Nice, yeah. These three brands can have a lot of fun. So, uh, before we leave, where can these guys find you, Shah? Yeah, so you guys can find me on Instagram. That is WrestleShan, uh, W-R-E-S-T-L-E-S-H-A-N. And you can catch me on uh, Twitter as well. That is the same username. And uh, what else? You can read my blogs on uh, essentiallysports.com slash author slash Ishan Chavan. You can find Slam Up Wrestling on Twitter at Slam Up W, Instagram at Slam Up Wrestling. And if you don't want uh, to run your YouTube app watching this review, then you can catch uh, this review on audio platforms like Spotify and Anchor as well. So this was uh, the, uh, I forgot the show here. Take our vengeance day. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. Peace out.